Yeah. I don't trust my people to keep their hands off each other. Oh, of course, and- that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's going to die. <laughs> and I can't get past that. <laughs> and you know I'm right. <laughs> I, I think we just found the opening. Uh, I think we just found the opening <laughs> episode there, Derek. Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brewed pint, a fine wine, or whatever happens to be in your glass. Catch new episodes weekly as the Reverend Shannon Meacham, Ogan Holder, and a special guest address and engage what's happening through a theological lens, usually with a good brew in hand. Today we welcome Derek Weston, who needs no introduction. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. And you can show your love for Pub Theology Live by becoming a supporter on Patreon. Get yourself some swag, which is apparently still on the way. And we're talking about how slow the mail is these days. So, I mean, if you haven't started holding your breath, don't do it now. And you'll get access to extended interviews with guests before, after the show banter and videos. And you can sign up for all that at patreon.com slash ptlive. Thank you as always to our current patrons and you can join the conversation on the socials twitter facebook instagram youtube use the hashtag pt live today we are discussing star wars we are recording this on may the 4th may the 4th be with you uh, is that copywritten? Like, are we in trouble oh. now? Not yeah. the way I sing it. I, I dare anyone to recognize what just happened. No, it was different enough. It was different enough with that static and between, like, you know. Exactly, exactly. That was Darth Vader humming just, it right there. Fair uh, use, fair use. So we're discussing Star fair Wars, use. religion as illusion, and sincerity. We should also mention that Cinco de Mayo is this week, so cheers, everyone. But... We're, if you're watching, and if you're not able to watch, sign up at Patreon. But if you're watching, we're all in Star Wars gear. Ogan's got his Star Wars virtual background. Yes, I'm in the cockpit of the Falcon. As we share what we're drinking, we're also going to share what Star Wars glass we're drinking it out of. So, Derek, as our as our guest who needs no introduction, um, what are you drinking today? So, um, I have recently, thanks to uh, the Reverend Leighton Williams, been on a hazy IPA kick. Um, and this one is from a local brewery, Peabody Heights. Um, it is called the Astrodon High Hazy IPA. This hazy IPA is named after Maryland's state dinosaur, the Astrodon. Somehow, life <laughs> finds a way of convincing us to brew a core IPA. So hold on to your butts because this IPA has been double dry hopped with Citra, Galaxy, and Big Secret. We got a little Star Wars and Jurassic Park mixed in today. I'm like a state uh, and, a state dinosaur. Like we right. have a state dinosaur. I learned something today, uh, and I am drinking from my uh, my Boba Fett glass. Um, it's very fat. It is. It is. It is fat to be tied. Um, 
Uh, and it was one of we had a we have a lot of options. We do. We're, we're we have Star a lot Wars of Star Wars drinking items. So, but I went with my fat glass. Yeah, it's fading. It's fading away from he's dishwasher fading. use, but he's, yeah. But uh, he's still there. Listen. Listen. The Mandalorian lives on. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Uh, so I'm continuing my COVID times two beer trend today. Oh yeah, um, we're we're two beer in it up. I'll be having a Mallow Rose Belgian style ale with hibiscus. Nice. So we go in, we go in uh, a little fruity. I don't any story on this one. Nope. And you guys remember a while back, um, I discovered my local brewery, and I had the can without a label. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the awesome. Spicket Riven, Spicket River Lager. Well, I got one with a label, and honestly, it's not. It, you know, it's not much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still this, pretty this, generic. This one looks like a hand-drawn. Well, listen. It, it my does. label is gonna is gonna take over anyway. Um, label to end all labels. So it's pretty sweet. It's actually. beautiful. I am drinking a Mountain Girl Hefeweizen from Union Brewing Company, and it is um, just absolutely gorgeous. And it wraps all the way around. Um, and it was actually brewed by Union Brewing um, for the Charm City Brew, uh, Bluegrass Festival, which is in April, which of course did not happen. Um, so I am happy to drink their extras <laughs> left over. No, that looks festival. like that looks like that looks like it came out of a page out of a coloring book, and you colored it yourself. And you color it in, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to trademark, it, trademark, trademark, <laughs> trademark, bad idea. If you want to. So if you're if you're just if you don't want to sign up at Patreon to see the label, um, I also I put it up on Instagram a little while ago. Um, I'm at Rev Meech on Instagram, and it's it's just a gorgeous label. And then my second is my backup standard. I had two of these, but one wasn't cold, and I'm bougie like that where I like my cold beer. Um, I'm going with Bloodline for my number two, which is uh, I got to share my my my, my drink container, brew. my expressions oh, right. of Darth expressions of Darth Vader mug. All the emotions, sleepy, cheerful, frustrated, angry, happy, and they all, you know, the same because it's Darth Vader. So I'm I'm drinking out of our um, Star Wars Valentine's series of cups. So on one side is um, 3PO and R2D2 that say um, best friends forever. And the other one is a picture of Yoda that says Yoda won love for me. <laughs> That's, Yeah. <laughs> It's a thing. It's a thing. We it's we have thing. we it's a, have it's a thing that exists. We have holiday themed Star Wars glasses because that's how we roll. Um, actually, our next door neighbor gave us these, which is nice. I almost wore my my Star Wars holiday sweater, but I knew yeah, a little much. Well, plus you know, I get a I get a little sweaty when I drink beers. So yeah, I was like, gonna say it's a little like, warm. Yeah. Little so um, Brian, in his um, trying to make us divide up who our favorite child is asks um who our favorite star wars character is and why also least favorite and then he goes to who's your favorite character in the bible and least favorite so perfect segue like clearly absolutely all right who wants to begin with their does somebody come to mind so i think that um i think it hasn't always been the case, but I think over the course of all the properties, Obi-Wan has become my favorite. Mm. Um, I love, I think Hugh McGregor is the only redeemable part of the prequels. Um, and I'm really looking forward to when they make his Kenobi standalone show. Um, but I, I just like... No, uh, no love for Jar Jar, eh? 
Oh, oh no, that was that was probably least. Favorite. I, already, I already had a least favorite. Well, uh, in fact, I, I think I think we should have to name a least favorite other than Jar Jar. Um, right, I think so. But um, I think so. also, just like Obi Wan's kind of complicated when you when you actually look at you know, kind of lied to Luke, kind of didn't do a great job of training Anakin. Like he's he's a hero, but he's also pretty flawed. Um, so, as they should be. As, they should as be. heroes, so really. So I I I. I love Obi Wan, and I particularly like. Uh, I mean, Al Guinness was great, also. Like, don't get me wrong, um, but I think Ewan McGregor. I'm really looking forward to him getting a chance to, yes, redeem himself, or not redeem himself, but just redeem. So do we know? Do we know where they are in the filming of that? I mean, now that it's COVID times, does this mean we won't see this till like 2028 or yeah, something? Yeah, I think things are getting pushed. I think it. I think it got. It got. You can't. You can't film. Right. Right. Yeah, film right it now. Got postponed, so I'm, we'll see. Someday. It's gonna be a long recovery, even just movie wise. Yeah. And film, like, and I mean, we're not gonna have new shows in the fall either. You know, like not no just movies. Can, no like, one can film now. Nobody yeah. can film. So. Oh, so I should cancel that Disney subscription for right now, right? No new. This is us. Like. But the Mandalorian finished. Mandalorian was two. done. Oh yeah, that's they right. Were, they yeah. were done. They were okay. done. All right, so don't, hang don't it Cancel out. until after the second season. Of I'm still on my Verizon free year, so. No, well, uh, and it's not going to be immediate, right? There's going to be a lag. Be a, like, be a some things will have done and some things not. Um, um, I, wow. I, mm. I kind of struggled with this today, too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, okay. Like, this is a twist your arm moment. And, and this may have even changed after Carrie Fisher's death. But, like, I mean, Princess Leia is going to be, like, if I had to pick a favorite Star Wars character, like, Princess Leia, like when I was a little girl, like that was, I mean, I've loved Star Wars forever. And yeah, I'm sticking with that one. Princess Leia slash General Organa, like, you know. I, I, I loved her as a little boy too, but for probably entirely different reasons. Hashtag blue bikini. <laughs> See, I, and as an adult, like watching that scene is complete, right? As an adult, hashtag gold bikini. Well, so it hasn't, it's, hasn't it's really pretty, changed. It's pretty cringy to watch it now. Like, like oh, of in terms it of is. like, in <laughs> but, terms of, of looking at it, <laughs> right? Like looking at it as a um, assault kind of way, you know, and that slave ownership situation. Like, it's yeah, it's a little, a little cringy. But even like even as a kid, I was like, there's there's lots of things wrong. I don't know. Like anyway, whatever. <laughs> Um, but no, I, as, uh, even as these, these last three movies have come out, it has just deepened my love for her. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, not just Carrie Fisher, but like for her character. Um, and I will just say it, particularly the last Jedi, like her in the last Jedi. So, yeah. So today I was like, all right, if I was to watch something today, what would it be? Cause I have not watched mm -hmm. anything Star Wars today and and I had I had the lofty aspiration of knocking out one of the trilogies. And well, you know, it's COVID time, so right. nothing you plan ever happens. Sure. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I might still have some time to squeeze in one of them before we record today. And I was like, okay, so what do I want to watch? And I'm looking at them all on my shelf. And oddly enough, came as a surprise to me, the one I really wanted to watch today was Solo. Oh. And I was like, huh, because 
like when it first came out, I was like, meh. But then it kind of grew on me over time. We were, we had that discussion today. today. Yeah. And I'm not hating it anymore. And I'm like, I might watch that today. And I think for me, part of it is, you know, I think that whole um, story arc of, of Han Solo really taking his time to step into for lack of a better term, you know, the, the good guy, the great, yeah. the, the, to allow that greatness within him, that, that, that selfless self of him, mm-hmm. you know, he fought that he struggled against it. And finally he stepped into it. Um, and, and there's, there's, I think I can relate to that. Many of us can relate to that a lot. So, um, and, and I think his, uh, his vulnerabilities really show up in solo more than any of the other movies. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then you know, Diane by Patricide. Spoiler alert! That's <laughs> kind of a harsh way to go as well. So, so there's a you know, uh, and again in that that last moment of trying to appeal to his kid's better nature, and and in spite of what his kid had become, seeing seeing the purity in him, like the, just that arc of where he started. So, yeah. so for me, it was really today related to that character he asked me next week it'll probably be r2 right i mean <laughs> i was gonna say you could ask me my today. favorite droid you could ask me yeah. my favorite and like actually i mean so it's interesting because as you like as this question came up before derek even answered what what's interesting that popped into my head was jen jen or so mm. and and mm. like yeah and i was like that's surprising like but that was kind of that first igniting like thought um but and and i'm not just naming the powerful women of the show like i'm just like that was a great character um but i have to choose leia over her because of just the you know body of work the body of work uh least favorite besides jar jar we're all just let's just name it (laughs) everybody hates jar jar binks put it out there um least and doesn't have to be a bad guy like just least favorite i mean for me you know 3po's constant oh droning on and on and whining and you know i loved how they used that this the last one but other than that yes i'm with you kind of got old after a while come on 3po so i will i will like 3po was kind of my my thought too but like i love the way they used him in the rise of skywalker and like he actually was legit funny yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. Yes, yes. Which, like, I think that's the like, first they finally time made him he funny. was, like, legit funny <laughs> and not not always just funny at his expense. Right. Right. Um, he was, like, legit funny in Rise of Skywalker. Um, okay. Favorite character? Young Anakin. Uh, yeah. I like I young Anakin. cannot stand. Like well, Anakin. what do you mean, like... Like... Jake Lloyd, young Anakin, or Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Oh, oh, that. Okay, 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 okay. Young adult Anakin. Anakin Anakin in two and three. Hate it. Like, I hate every part of it. And I mean, I I, listen, like, it's not about the actor, like, but, ugh, ugh, hate it, hate it. So, I mean, to that, to that, I mean, I would. And what's her name? Like, I, but I can't stand her. But anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, like, I actually give Padme the 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 call here because, um, I mean, like, there was just some bad, 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 bad writing. Um, yeah. But the like, I, I can't understand 
like, yes, this is bad writing, but like the idea that a mother would see her two children being born and lose the will to live, like that's terrible. That is awful. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe maybe Padme. Gonna, I mean, gonna guess, gonna guess there weren't women at the writers' table for that. <laughs> yeah. Shocking, just the right? guess. Just the guess. Shocking. <laughs> at that time, that George Lucas didn't let them in, you know. Um, but now it's totally dominated by women, and they're destroying Star Wars, according to the how, internet. How dare they? Uh, how dare they? Um, all right, Bible characters. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. It feels Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is my favorite. Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> Jesus is my way. friend. <laughs> Jesus is my favorite. What do I win? Um ugh. Okay, besides Jesus, who's our favorite Bible character? I this like this is too hard for me. This is like I've just, you know, I'm in first and I just moved it to fifth, you know, kind of thing. Like I just can't. Sorry, that was a driving reference for people that drive. I so <clears throat> like manuals. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Moses, but not for the obvious reason. I like Moses because as far as I can remember or tell, he's the only one who was able to talk God off the ledge. Because yeah. remember, God was pissed off enough to say, I'm yep. gonna wipe these people out after yep. all I've done for them. Like Abraham couldn't do it. They're done. Yep. Yeah. They're they're out. And and Moses, Moses was, was able like, to talk him talk him down. Hey, wow. remember that time you said that thing about the thing? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he didn't he that. didn't cower. He kind of you know. And again, interesting transformation from the guy who didn't even want to go stand before Pharaoh. Right. Is like let me talk God down off yeah. the ledge. Also, bonus points to Noah for. Um, Quarantining with his family, his entire family, and all the animals for forty days. And demonstrating yeah. it's mm-hmm. okay to drown it in wine. <laughs> when, you, when you get your, when you finish doing what you need to do, yeah, and you get to the end of the day, it's okay to have a drink. Yeah, so good, good for Noah. Cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to Noah's. Cheers, brother. cheers to that. And and also, not only just doing that, but partying like no one was watching. Yeah, right. Good. Dude was all naked for those of you who were. He was drunk and naked. He was drunk and naked. Dude was drunk and naked. I mean, I've been there, but still. Noah was having a good time (laughs) by himself. Noah was like, I deserve this. (laughs) I deserve this one. (laughs) Yeah. It was a double dry hopped Mm -hmm. on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't have answers for this. Like I just don't. We are the we are the best ministers ever. <laughs> no, well, that's why I don't have an answer to this. We know too much. Like, we know I know too, too much. much, right? Like I, <laughs> I mean, because like I can tell you, like the one I have the most like love hate relationship is probably Paul. Like absolutely both sides of the spectrum there. Mm-hmm. Like some of the most beautifully written like poetry and you know descriptors of faith and. Yet, like, just also, just ugh, like so much wrong. Yeah. Um, I can tell you a least favorite. Yeah. I, I, favorite's hard, but least favorite really is actually very easy. Job's friends. Job. Job's <laughs> friends are Stop. the worst. Possibly That's beaten only by Job's wife. Why don't you curse God and die? 
Like, uh, so Job's- No, I get that. No, 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 no. Job's, like, Job's wife has been through everything Job's been through. Yeah, she's like and collateral she's damage like, here. She's like, why am I suffering too? No, no, Let's point. just be done with That's this. Fair. Why That's are fair. we still in this? That's fair. I, I, I'm all for Job's I, wife. I, I settle back on Job's friends. The They're worst. friends, on the other hand. The worst Listen. friends. <laughs> Listen, I'm on Job's wife's side. Do not get That's, me wrong. Okay. That's fair. Um, Job's friends are my least favorite characters in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. But don't, don't, don't sit there and tell me after, like, we all focus on Job, but this woman lost her children and lost yeah, her no, livelihood and, and lost her husband, like, in the process. And she's like, why don't you just give up? I totally understand that instinct. Like, just okay. why don't we just get this over with? Like, why even go on? Like, I mean, and I'm not saying they did it. I'm saying I understand it. Anyway, whatever. But Joe's friends are just like sitting around like, oh, you should just get over it. Well, fuck you. Like, <laughs> why don't you get over it? Um, Clearly you did something wrong. You know who I love? Who I love? I love, y'all are just thinking I'm going to name all the women, but like, I love Queen Vashti. Like, I love that she's Who is she like, again? I don't remember She's her. the first, so Esther follows her, right? So she's the one uh, that's right, that's right, where okay. he's like, come dance naked in front of my friends. And she's like, yeah. no, no, y'all are drunk. And like, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. You know, like, <laughs> I've had some if it, babies. If it was, my days if on it, the polar <laughs> over. If it was good enough for Noah, it's good enough and, for you. <laughs> and like, Dance naked. And like she's, you know, she like gives it all up. And like, I love that. I like, I love it. I love her for that. Um, but that, I mean, there's, there's too many to count and there's too many. And there's, you know, like, I'm trying to think of somebody I don't like a story I don't like or somebody I don't like that people love or something. But I, I don't know. Star Wars, you saw yeah, that in Yeah. <laughs> it, it really did. I think when it comes to the Bible, I have more, I, I think I, I, I view the Bible more as favorite moments than characters because yeah. characters are all over the place. Right. They all, you know, they all have good moments, bad moments, right. whatever it is. Like I can name different you know. disciples that like drive me crazy at times, but like at other times they're redeemable, you know, and whatever. But uh, anyway, all right. Speaking of. Enough of that. Enough of that. <laughs> Speaking of Enth enthusiasm, running high with that first question. Good job, Ryan. Good job. Oh. So, how are you remaining spiritually grounded, emotionally healthy during this time? It's just a little softball question. That's a big assumption. Like I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I am. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Sorry for all you listeners that I just yelled into them. <laughs> We'll, we'll be okay. Actually, for me, it's it's been the same thing that it was before these COVID times, exercise. Mm -hmm. So those of you who are into the Enneagram, I'm a nine. And for us nines, uh, the eight, nine ones, we, excuse me, we are, we are grounded in our body. That's how we, how we stay centered, how we stay peaceful. That's how we feel. It's in the body. So we, we got to exercise. We got to work with the body. So um, right before uh, or right when I moved into my new place, I got me a fancy spin bike, and nice. every morning, at least forty-five minutes to an hour, I'm on the bike. Like my my COVID time routines, every day starts exactly the same. The first hour is exactly the same. Huh. Wake up, I do I do. Um, you know, I have a meditation app on my phone, and they have wake up meditations. They're like you know, like ten to fifteen minutes long. When like 
this meditation is best done in this special time between. And that doesn't just put you back to sleep? <laughs> it doesn't actually. I would just because... go back to sleep. I would just be like, oh, good. I have a 15-minute meditation time. <laughs> because it, it, it's not because they do it well it's not too long it's not too long to send I would, back oh, in. i would be asleep in 30 seconds <laughs> but it, it engages <laughs> me engages me enough no it actually works for me well all right good and then good. you know go 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 get my protein shake and then 15 minutes later i'm on the bike and yeah. that's my everyday starts the same way and now i'm adding some more exercise because i miss now you're lifting. doing that at like eight or nine right you're not getting oh yeah six. oh oh yeah i don't i don't ever my my church my church their the men's group has started meeting weekly via zoom and they're like are you gonna join us I like, yeah what time are y'all meeting they're like uh saturday at 7 30 i'm like uh, oh hell no <laughs> you, you have my blessing that's yeah. that's have not a happening why no 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 no, like i understand when you're like well so i can have the whole day like to blah 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 but like you no no yeah no 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 that's not happening so so yeah so 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 getting in the exercise i'm doing i'm doing push-ups every morning i am proud to say that uh when this started i was like at 30 push-ups now today 69 Wow. Push-ups. You couldn't do that one extra push-up, could you? Dude, I tried, man. <laughs> I tried. It's like, like, oh my the God, arms are shaking. <laughs> the, the, the body's shaking. Like, I could feel my elbow joint starting to, like, pop out a little bit. I was like, okay, I should really stop now before I, before I hurt myself. Like, really, because I ain't going to the hospital if I hurt myself. <laughs> I was trying. Trust me. Like, Come on, Tiffany! <laughs> Couldn't do it. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow. Well, so, I mean, Derek and I, did, so we did yoga yesterday. Um, and that, and we, I think it was good that like, it was one of those things that we're like, okay, we really do, do need to do this multiple times a week. Cause we are, we are not an eight, nine or one. And <laughs> we, we do. So we hold all the stress in our body and don't deal with it at all. Um, <laughs> Super healthy. Which has been um, really healthy the last six, seven, eight, nine, 37 12, 48. weeks. 48. Um, and so, yeah, so we've both been experiencing some body pain. And to the point that, like, for me and, and for Derek, too, like, it's been disrupting sleep. So, you know, we finally, we broke down yesterday and we, we did a, so I used to do regularly a Bikram yoga, which is hot yoga. Mm -hmm. But we found a great YouTube video that's like just the routine, you know, yeah. and we did that. And Derek thought I was trying to kill him, but he made it through. Um, there are faster ways. <laughs> he was yoga, like, there are faster yoga. ways to kill me. I was going to say yoga be hard. Couple, a couple days a week. I do one or two days a week. I do a power yoga session yeah. for like just 40 minutes. And that thing, like I'm, out, I'm, I'm done for the day. Yeah. So this is, I mean, this is a modified routine. So it's not the full 90 minutes. It's a 50 minute class, which I think is good for at home, right? Like, I mean, when I you're a at 20 home, minute class is good for home. Yeah. I mean, when you're at home, like under an hour is necessary, yeah, like anything yeah. more than that. I mean, if you're on a bike doing, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, but let's see. So, I mean, I've been, so for me, I'm an extrovert. And I'm, um, since we're talking about Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram too. So I need to know that somehow I'm not just connecting with people as an extrovert, but like doing something helpful for people. 
Um, so, I mean, really, and that keeps me, I noticed, um, so there was a, we, so we're doing this like evening check-in um, at church and I had to miss a week because um, I had a prior engagement like before all of this happened and this meeting I was supposed to be on a panel and they just moved it to Zoom. So I, was, I had somebody else run it and I noticed that week that I was feeling different and it's mm -hmm. because I didn't connect with my people that week. Yeah. And, and so like that has kept me grounded. Um, I've started a couple of devotionals. Um, I, I've been doing, um, I've been trying to do a different kind of sermon prep because I'm writing a different kind of sermon. Um, so I've been doing, and, and what, that what sounds. Do you, what do you mean by that? A different kind of sermon prep? So, um, well, I'm reading a lot more commentaries than I used to. Um, and I think that's because for me, I'm, where I am right now in my preaching is I'm feeling like there's only so many ways that I can say we're staying at home for the greater good, right? Like there's, mm -hmm. and, and I feel like I've reached those ways. So I'm reading a lot more commentary to say, to ask kind of the question, like how has this text influenced different areas over time and not oh, gotcha. just um, this kind of more acute reading that I gotcha. usually do. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm, I'm digging back into different, different. Well, yeah, you, you, you had to kind of get hype. I think all of us as preachers had to get hyper-focused mm -hmm. when this first started. And now as we've adjusted, we can, we can pull back a little bit more right? and, and, and kind of take, you know, go back to sort of a, a bigger picture view, but still, but still connected to what's happening now. Well, and usually, um, usually when I preach, you know, there's, there's a cultural element, like here's how to put this into practice, but all mm -hmm. of those tools in my tool bag do not apply right now. So I'm looking for new tools, right? Like I'm looking, so how do we put this into practice at home? How right. do we do this from our living room? How do yeah. we do this? You know, you sitting at your desk watching this kind of deal, like, so I'm, I'm shifting that. Um, and how, how, honestly, like that work keeps me spiritually grounded. How are you intro extroverts doing? Because my, my best friend up here is an introvert and uh, sorry, an extrovert. And she is struggling right now, like in a bad way. It didn't, it doesn't help that her, her daughter is like a microbiology major and oh. is like freaking out. Cause you know, when you got all that knowledge about stuff, <laughs> you know, so her daughter's like freaking out and telling her, don't leave the house. Don't go anywhere. Yada, yada, yada. And she came by, uh, I was mentioning the pre-show, our church is doing a, 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 like a food collection for a local food bank. And she came by just to drop off stuff. And she sat for the whole two hours because she was like i i i she goes i'm i can't do it. i'm but to lose my mind yeah. as an extrovert so so as our as our resident extrovert on this episode <laughs> right now yeah right because <laughs> um, i know derek and i are not there at all so, so how are I, you doing first off i have to, so i am i am one of the what are they called um i'm one of the like I do get my energy from other people, but I also really like my alone time. Um, and, and I do have to say part of this was like sabbatical taught me how to do this better. Gotcha. You know, like I had to, like any struggle I had, I kind of worked out last year when I could see people. Um, and I did, I, I did reach out and I've, I'm not afraid to reach out. So when I need some, 
um, extra attention. You know, I'm not afraid to call people. I'm not afraid to, and especially other extroverts that I know. Um, and particularly my sister, because I, I love her. Um, and she underplays her struggle right now as a newly single mom Oof. who, um, yeah, like whose divorce was final at the beginning of March. Oof. And like, so, and, and so I like, she's my first phone call. Right. Because I'm like, she's also, um, now she's in Georgia. So, but they're, they're being very safe as you know, whatever. But, um, unlike the rest of Georgia, that's a whole other, unlike thing. the rest of Georgia. <laughs> um, Derek's very good about talking to me constantly. Um, <laughs> whether or not he wants to, um, I try, I genuinely try to take advantage of, we're still sharing the kids. Um, mm -hmm. So two of the kids, two of the kids we haven't seen since mid-February. Um, oh, it's like, I can't, we can't even talk about it. Like, no, I'll, is, is I'll Derek, cry immediately. Is, is Derek actually talking to you? Or is this like one of these Zoom moments where it's just an automatic loop going and you don't <laughs> know what's really happening? No, no. <laughs> I'm usually tuned in. No. <laughs> I mean, he, listen, we've all had our moments in this. <laughs> we've all had moments in this where you're Ooh, talking like, and I do wah, not wah, have the wah, capacity. Wah, 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 like, wah. Um, <laughs> you know, but I have, I like there. So the nights that are, the kids are here. Um, so it's either four nights a week or three nights a week because, you know, um, we're sharing that. I, I like a lot of those nights are me and the kids um downstairs and giving Derek his much needed introvert time right like gotcha. so so that when it's just him and I he, like he can give me a little more attention and gotcha. like and we haven't spoken that but that but it's happened and it's worked it's happened and it works That's you know awesome. um so I'll say to the kids after dinner like hey let's play a game hey let's watch a movie um I mean of course Derek's always invited but he's like no I'm gonna stay upstairs and and like good right like i know that he needs that time yeah. um so i'm okay i might you know yesterday our so we're friends with our neighbors and they were kind of outside like sitting apart across their fence talking to each other um and like i did have an instinct to go drag a chair up and then like honestly my laziness of just like oh that seems like so much work um god <laughs> <laughs> get a chair and walk around and you know it's so it's so funny you mentioned that but since we've had to stay at home stuff that didn't wasn't a lot didn't we didn't think was a big deal before now is a lot of work oh, it's so much work <laughs> i was like where even are our chair like camping chairs and anyway but i i realized literally last night literally it's so close <laughs> um so close to me like i found one in the closet um but I that, do that neck swivel, man. To see the neck swivel, that's a that's yeah. no, 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 you got to no. conserve the energy, man. Right, <laughs> conserve the energy. <laughs> but I I also realized that like, um, you know, part of this because I was like, well, do you want to go sit over and talk with them? And he was like, absolutely not. And that's not like he kind of did say it like that. But it but it, but part of this for me is right. Like even though even though Derek has his own challenges right now, like we're there's someone around all the time right you know and i think that's part of this is like as much as extroverts are having a hard time like introverts with families are oh, also yeah. having a oh, hard yeah. time because you don't actually get alone time 
you know, there's not yeah. actual space. Amen. Anytime you want to come, anytime you want to come visit me, man. It's just, you know, it's just me here. And at first, I was kind of like, oh my god, it's just me here. I don't know if I can. Now I'm like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad right now. So, all right. So, um, you, Derek, you, you have a spiritually well, grounded or emotionally healthy. I mean, you so talk I, to your therapist listen, a lot. Like I, I'm therapy like i talked to my therapist this morning yeah like, you've and, actually upped your therapy which like, is good like listen like that's gonna be that's gonna be a thing for a while um yeah. and and my therapy my therapist is very no nonsense she has no bullshit um which is really good for me um because she calls me out on my bullshit regularly and like i've got a lot of bullshit going on right now um, I'm super pro. His therapist. I love Listen, his therapist and I have never met, and we have a mutual love of each other. Oh yeah, no, which it's, is it's Shannon. Great. Shannon just gave the double thumbs up on that one for those who couldn't. No, I mean, <laughs> got a lot of bullshit, and so she's and she well, called me out on it, and it's and it's, and it's a really good thing. Because I want to name something. I want to name that those of us that are in helping professions, one of the dangers, especially while we're home right now and we're distant, is to become everyone's therapist. Oh, 100%. Right? And so- I, I, I realized I realized for the first time, because I kept asking myself, why am I so much more tired now and I'm because home all the time? everyone's but therapist. That's why. I'm a couples counselor. I'm a spiritual director. I'm yeah. a- you know, I'm an individual therapist. And so that's, that's why I name that is because the more Derek does therapy and not that Derek's asking me to be his therapist. It's just my natural inclination right yeah, now. That wouldn't, that wouldn't end well anyways. <laughs> well, right. True. Exactly. Anyway. Um, so I just, so, that's why the double thumbs up. So, um, and then like last week or yeah, I think it was last week I got back to writing, which is really just important for me to be able to process because I just, I, I, I'm a five, so I guess that's important. Um, and, and like, I just, I'm really bad at processing emotions on the spot. Like, and even knowing what I'm feeling in a given moment is really difficult for me. Um, so doing a lot of writing, like last week in the evenings, I did a lot of writing and that was really helpful. Um, you know, I'm, you know, it's, it's not anything different. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gardening, which is like a thing for me. The, you know, I, I added, like I, I anxiety bake bread, so um, nice. that's that's been a new thing. Um, is that I and can... good? Well, I'm sorry. I'm really angry at all these like quit baking bread. Blah blah blah. I'm like, shut up. There like been, there have people... been so many hate articles about like people have like people are baking bread now. Like that's great. Great. Like, yeah. Tell me what the yeah, damage. Yeah. Well, I've been breaking bread for years, and now I can't buy flour. Well, wah wah. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Wait, F, F, white people F. don't white people. <laughs> what, what's good? <laughs> As a white person, I can say that fully. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. What's going to happen is all these states are going to reopen. We're going to get our upsurge. We're all going to go back and, uh, you know, have to be sheltered in place for months longer than normal. Mm -hmm. Food supplies are going to run low. I don't care what they tell me. And all of a sudden, that bread bacon is going to become like a go-to skill. Yeah. And... And all these yeah. people yelling at the bread bakers are going to be like, oh. Be like, hey, do you have any bread? Exactly. Um, I mean, and, you know, so, you know, the, the gardening, you know, and for me, it, it's, you know, gardening has always been part about the beauty of it as much as the, like, practical 
Um, and Shannon really helped me with that. You know, I think when I, when I first moved out here, um, <laughs> I was like, well, why would I grow something I can't eat? Um, but you know, I've been, I've been more into like growing things that are just beautiful to yeah. just really enjoy the beauty of them and really enjoy the beauty of the way that the natural world interacts with itself. Yeah. Um, so those are, you know, those are, it's not, it's not a, like, I haven't adopted new practices Although I will say that like listening to Questlove's DJ sets yeah, that's has, has, has become a bit of a ritual for me. And like, I appreciate him because I think I, I know you're not supposed to like Enneagram type other people, but I'm pretty sure he's a five. And he just has this encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of music that I, I just like, I sometimes drive Shannon crazy, but I just, I adore adore his encyclopedic knowledge. I, I love his knowledge. He played, and then he talked, and then he's like, and like. It's, it is annoying ah! when he like, he won't play an entire song because he's stopping it to like either tell an anecdote or like give some absurd But like every 1.2 seconds. <laughs> listen, like, listen. I'm going to let the chorus that's, play and then give you That's an why I had to stop watching because right? I was like, can I hear, can I get through a Can we get through a, I appreciate all that you know. Yes. And I, and I yes. intrinsically have an appreciation of that because so you're right. That is amazing. In, so you get to hear a so, song. So like I, right. <laughs> I'm still on the same song. You start. I'm, I'm on the other side of it where like I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate someone having an encyclopedic knowledge of something and kind of having a captive audience getting to share his encyclopedic knowledge. Okay, so can I can I but name, don't kind of, we don't have to hear the whole encyclopedia all at once? Kind of a five dream. I need to name a new quarantine, um, a new COVID level that Derek and I hit, which was uh -huh. the other night laying in bed watching Questlove's DJ set videos of old Soul Train. New, new edition. edition. New edition on Soul Train. Like, it was laying in bed watching it. Amazing. And I was like, this is a whole new level of COVID. Amazing. I loved it so much. Achievement unlocked. Like, and oh. no one else is on this level. I loved it so much. Oh my God. That's yeah. hilarious. No, it was amazing. Um, so let me went name one more thing. Like, I think that is important for us is that so we don't, we're not routine people. Like, you just described your morning routine. Like, we're actually not. We're not people that do stuff we like that. We are agents of chaos. We really are. And it's, well, let's, let, let me just be clear. That's the only hour of my day that's routine. The <laughs> rest of the day is like a shit show. <laughs> so so I, I don't, I don't want to give you the impression that I'm a routine person. <laughs> I have to have a routine first thing in the morning to get going. Right. So ours, okay. ours, I think, comes at the end of the day. And one of the things that I've noticed that we've kept, so even though we're together all day, there's still a sitting down, like cooking, I'm cooking or he's, you know, um, grilling or whatever. And there's still a, so how was your day? Which sounds really counterintuitive because you're like, well, I was right there. But like, there's still a yeah. like debriefing and that's yeah. really healthy for us to keep that. Well, sure. you know, I kind of had a hard day with this and then this person said that, you know, like, and there's well, I mean, our days happen internally. Not, exactly. You know, you know, and that's really and, what the question is. Like, yeah. how was your day inside? Yeah. How was your yeah. day inside? Yeah. And and like after he has therapy appointments, you know, like how was your therapy appointment? And even though I know he talked about our week, it's also like what are the insights that came about, and how how should we do things? And 
So some of that is a couple routine that are, that's really good. So if you're sitting there going, well, it's stupid to ask my spouse how their day was or my partner, how their day was, they were right there. It's actually a really good thing for us. Um, it was, I remember, it's funny, I remember there was a time uh, in my marriage with Jennifer where, where that used to get on my nerves when we would be together the whole day and she would ask me that. And I was like, what do you mean you were with me the whole <laughs> day? I, I didn't get, I didn't get what she was really asking right. me. Right. Like, you know, and, and after a while, say, oh, so what you're really asking me is, how did I feel about today? Exactly. <laughs> I said, you asked me that, I got no problem. But, right. but to ask me, you know, like, you saw what my day was like, you right. know, so I, I was totally hearing it differently. But yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I guess that's like, how was your day to me isn't what did you do today? Um, I mean, we still right. kind of ask that question it. in the morning of like, what do you have today? That's kind of our morning question. But the, there's the evening, like, where are you right now? Like check in, you know, that kind so, of thing. So actually, so this ties in for me for number four. Sorry to jump yeah. ahead. But that Let's question about Sigmund Freud called religion an, an illusion. Humans invent to satisfy their security needs. For me, that's routine. For me, that's, that's my, mm -hmm. like my morning routine. No matter what else happens for the rest of my day, if I get that, again, because for me, the power that exercise and getting into my body does for me, if I start my day doing that, no matter how the rest of my day goes, for the most part, by the end of the day, I still feel good about the day. Yeah. I can, I can kind of like, oh, I did absolutely yeah. nothing productive today, but I can still not feel like it was a wasted day. If I wake up and I don't exercise and I do like eight, 10, 15 really good productive things, by the end of the day, I still feel like crap and I'm beating up on myself. It's so... Right. It's so weird. Now, the downside to that is I get up and I exercise for an hour, then I cannot do anything productive for the whole day, still feel good about the day. And then the next day, I got like twice as many more things right. to do. So I still got to like, you know, so it's, it's, but it is, it is, there is something satisfactory for me about that morning routine. Yeah. And getting, getting that down. And it also helps me feel, and it really is an illusion, but for me, it kind of helps me feel like I'm, we're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. This is going to be okay because, yeah. because it's not chaos. The, the sense of order that sure. I feel from just in that one hour of routine um, kind of relieves me from a sense of overwhelm and panic from the semen chaos. And to, and to this point, I think, I think religion you know, or some spiritual practice right. serves that for people as well, making sense out of the senseless bring in some sort of order to the chaos i mean in in unity we actually we, we have a term we call it divine order and it's not the like it's is this idea of how things come from the formless to the form so in genesis they talked about you know everything was formless and 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 god spoke and it was the word that that, that brought ex, uh, life and existence and order into things and and in unity, we speak about that as an actual spiritual practice and innate power that we have. So bringing that sense of order into things. And it's, and for me, just really aligning with that at this time where we are in a pandemic that nobody seems to really know anything about, Yeah, you know, yeah. after still after all this time, like, honestly, we none the wiser about this thing than when well, we really started. I mean, all we, we figured know. out is maybe how to slow it down a little bit, but that's right. the extent of it. Well, we all, we only know very little, but we're, but we're also in the age of misinformation, right. To where like, 
And we're also in the age, well, this has been America. Welcome to America of we don't care. We're going to do what we want. Right. Right. Fact like anywhere that I mean, had good weather yesterday. It I was mean, like, you're <laughs> infringing. You're infringing on my rights. Like, I'm sorry. What rights are those? Like the right to know. get sick on my own time. Right. Like <laughs> that I get to do whatever I want. Like no, there's nowhere in the Constitution that says you get to do whatever you want. Um, I mean, I think. So, you know, when it comes to security, I think there is, there are elements of, so let me, let me read the whole, you know, thing. Um, Sigmund Freud uh, called religion an illusion humans invented to satisfy their security needs. To him, a benevolent, benevolent, thank you. You got Uh, it, girl. There it is. (laughs) Fear number two, baby. All powerful God seemed um, in, I can't read this. Help, help her Come on, Derek. You like, got you got to way it. too small. For mine. <laughs> so I'm trying to read on my Kindle, and like it is way too small for my right. old ass eyes. Let's start again. Let's start again. Sigmund Freud called religion an illusion humans invent to satisfy their security needs. To him, a benevolent, all-powerful God seemed incongruent with natural disasters and human evil. Is religion an invention? How do you make sense of pain and evil in a world created and ruled over by God? So, thank you. Um, I really should wear glasses. Um, so, <laughs> can you can you like blow up the font on that thing? I mean, so, if I do, then it cuts off half the. Oh, anyway, gotcha. whatever. Um, also, sometimes I just can't read. Let's just be honest. Um, so, or are you are you in denial of of the aging process? Are you so are you you no, surrender to? The... So, since we've last talked, I since turned forty. <laughs> Happy birthday! So suddenly my eyes don't work anymore. Um, um, you laugh, but for me it was like overnight. It was literally no, no. There have overnight. Been, I, can, I can point to two things that I will not speak to on camera that I am like, oh, I'm 40 now, huh? Um, so, no, not even then. Um, so um, I, I don't, so like, was religion invented? Yes. yes. Like it's an institution is i mean is god invented like no yes. like well okay so oh boy, here that we. like that's okay. round one fight <laughs> so what what i mean one of the things i find interesting about freud in this way is like i don't disagree with him on this right as much as you experience religion very differently than i do yes and i don't see anything wrong with using religion for security i think as human beings one of the most natural things that we need is security in a world full of chaos i mean my my whole my whole response to this freud quote is you say that like it's a bad thing yes (laughs) right like why would i not want something that makes me feel so so this so i'm going to jump down to number six which um our question talks about um so oklahoma governor says places of worship that uh reopen uh must follow certain rules staff and volunteers have to wear masks food and coffee cannot be served and nurseries must remain closed some churches in oklahoma and elsewhere did reopen may 3rd what would make you comfortable about returning to in-person Sunday worship? What are your concerns? And what, you know, Derek and I've had this conversation. I've had it multiple times with different people, but a lot of churches are like, okay, we can come back, but you can't sing. 
everyone has to wear a mask. What do you mean you can't sing? So you're not allowed. <laughs> so you're not allowed to like because when we sing, um, we we spit. Like you you when we talk, it. we spit. Well, when we open our mouths, we spit. Like well, we don't have, like no words need to be coming out. Open happens. your mouth, stuff so, coming out. So the right, but when we sing it, it show like, title. It <laughs> happens. Um, but that so it was kind of that. Like so, if if I were to reopen tomorrow, right, and mm-hmm. our worship service and our congregation, and say to people, you can't touch, you can't talk. You have to wear a mask and you have to sit six feet apart and you have to one at a time go out the door so that you're not bunching up together. They wouldn't be able to do it, right? Because I know my people well enough to say. And so my question is, is that, is that church, right? It's not that it's not worship. Just like if you just come in and have a sermon and leave or have a prayer and leave, like that's worship. Of course it is, but it's not church. No, it's, it's, it's not. And people bless their hearts will show up and try to make it happen and fail. Like, (laughs) but, 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 but what's the point of that? Is I guess my question, right? Like, well, to satisfy, to be together, why, why do it? Um, you know, it's, it's a challenging question. And I think it's because, because what we've been experiencing for the last few weeks, this sort of pseudo digital community ain't cutting it. It's, it's, not, it's not, it's not. Cutting but it. what I'm and this is the, and this is the introvert minister speaking. No, no. Who's, who's like, how can we keep this going? Like so this, me, <laughs> when it's all done and when it's all said and done. No. Right. But, so let but me, I, let me say this. Let me say this too. What I'm comparing this to is last Sunday. Last Sunday was was my 40th birthday, and my my best friend in town, my best girl Dawn, um, showed up at my door and handed me a basket of stuff. And she stood on our porch, and I talked to her through our like, you yeah. know, we pulled down the screen, and I talked to her, and it was so amazingly wonderful to see her. And I went upstairs and cried afterwards. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because, and I'm still going to cry now because I couldn't, couldn't touch hug her. her. I couldn't, couldn't touch her. her. Yeah. I couldn't, we couldn't celebrate the way that we were supposed to. Right. And all, and, and, and there was such joy, but there was such pain. Um, and it just brought all the feelings right. of this time up. Right. And I don't want to do that to people. But you know what? I, I phrase it as, or, or I'll put it in the category of maybe wondering, is it better than nothing? Is it better than what we're experiencing now? Because for me, seeing someone, even if it's six feet away and I can't hug you and touch you, but actually physically seeing and being in your energetic presence is a little bit better than this screen to screen thing. And I experienced this again yesterday when I was at the, the, you know, I go to the church. Yeah. It, it, it was hilarious. I, I, you know, I send out the email to my, uh, and post to my congregation. I say, you know, I'm going, I'm going to set it up so that you can drive into the parking lot. I'll have like some boxes and station set up. So you can literally put stuff out your car window. Right. And you don't have to get out your car. It'll, like right. drive up, drop off. Right. People pulled up. And I love my congregants. They're amazing. I tell them, go find stuff in their house. People went out shopping and showed up with like 15 
yeah. bags of groceries yeah. and stuff. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. They yeah. pull up next to the, the box sitting in the middle of the parking lot, empty the trunk, right? Yeah. And then they pull into a parking spot, yeah. <laughs> get out the car with the mask on, and they sit like a few feet away from me and we're talking, right? Because right. it's like the, the need for in-person yeah. connection is, is so missed and so, so deprived. And I laugh about being the minister who wanted to continue, but, but right. even I admit that like on Sundays, you know, after the service is posted and we do virtual, you know, hospitality, do the Zoom hospitality meet-in, like, I, I, it takes me a whole week to realize I miss these people. I love yeah. these people. I yeah. want to be in connection with them. And yesterday, sitting with real life people for two hours, right. coming and going, sitting, you know, 15, 20 minutes and then going yeah. back. So for me, that was better than, than virtual church. That was better. Is it well, the same? No, but well, it was and better. I don't, and I don't disagree with you about the energy, right? Like I, I genuinely believe that as we gather and energy is exchanged mm-hmm. and there's a spirit in that. Yeah. I don't trust my people to keep their hands off each other. Oh, of course. And, that's not <laughs> and somebody's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> can't get past that <laughs> and you know i'm right <laughs> I, I think we just found the opening uh i think we just found the opening the pr- episode there Derek. I, i'm not doing your job for you but i think we just found oh, it right there <laughs> but yes i i you know what i 100 percent agree with you but you know what it's for well, me, and this, I don't want to be the no touch police, right? Like I don't want to be the like then, stop, 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 listen, stop, stop, stop. Then know? don't, don't, don't be that. I, I, I always make this joke, right? But there's a lot of truth to it. I always make this joke that if I go to the doctor and he says you need to give up bacon and beer, otherwise you're going to be dead within a month, I'm going to say, all right, thanks for the information. My next call is to my lawyer to make sure my will's in order, because <laughs> because it's yeah. not, you, you know, what I'm saying, I'm, that's just not going to happen. I'm not going to live miserably for 40 years yeah. or, or whatever it is. Like I, I so part of life is meant to be no, I, in, enjoyed. So for me, what and and for a lot of people, for all of us, church is church and by church i mean the being in physical community and proximity to other people this is what brings us life and at a time where all we hear is about death right i don't i don't i don't blame them now now i'm not gonna because because people are like ooh, here in massachusetts the governor's like we're gonna maybe look at May 18th as the date to start reopening. So people are like, "So are we gonna have yeah. church?" Well, like, like reopening <laughs> is like two things. And I'm like, like, "No, no, no, we're not gonna have church on whatever the Sunday after May 18th right. is. That's <laughs> right, not what's right. gonna happen." However, I do know that say we do, you know, they're gonna do soft openings and like only certain yeah. businesses will open. And if there's not a resurgence of, of, you know, deaths or whatever, and there's wider openings, we'll consider it. Maybe if we're lucky end of June, end of July, but we, you're right. We got to make the, we as the passers, the boards, yeah. we have to always make the call around safety. Right. You know, but because I, we I don't want to, con- we don't want to create a condition that, that hurts people. Right. And my genuine genuine prayer is, and I keep coming back to this, that somehow there will be wisdom of a wiser council. Like my dream is that the faith leaders of Baltimore come together, like 
the the faith leaders of the higher denominations and and even the Jewish and Muslim communities can come together and say, all right, here's when it's safe for our area to open, and that we all do that at the same time, right? And until then, we may be able to like figure out some small groups or figure out some dinner church kind of things, but like you know, that's my dream is, is that somehow there's this agreement that you're not continuing. I mean, I was telling Derek the other day, like the trauma of deciding to close was so high for me. Part of this reopening discussion reopens that trauma of, oh my God, you're leaving it up to me again, you know, and, and I need there to be some, and we're not, none of us are part of um, denominations with bishops or, you know, right. but, I, but I really am looking to those kind of areas, you know, to those kind of denominations to say, what's the wisdom here? Cause I mean, even if they come back and say, okay, yeah, you can gather under 50 people. I can't in our church. I can't guarantee that we'll be under 50 people first off. Oh, no, you're not. Everybody, everybody's going to show up. Because everybody's yeah. showing up. Lottery, lottery, you got to do a lottery system, right? That's well, <laughs> so, so here's the other side of that. Not only are all my people showing up, but like if, if you go to a member of, of 250 member church, you're also showing up because I opened. Right. You know, right. If you're on that front end of churches that open, you're going to be You're going to be flooded with people. I got it. I got it. So I'm going to take a page from what they're doing in Barbados. So in Barbados, where I'm, where I'm from, um, what they're doing is essential businesses are the only ones still open, but you, you can only be, uh, they're open. Like, I don't know every day, but every other day you can only go based on alphabetically based on your yeah. last name yeah. and they're checking IDs at the door. So if it's Monday is like a through G and you show up and your last name is like, you know, Matthews, you not getting in. Right. right. So this is what we need to do. We need to get a, We need to set up alphabetical church attendance. And then we're gonna have people going. Well, okay, but my maiden name was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, gonna be, we're gonna have. Like you know, yeah. we got four <laughs> names on my. Uh, we're we're a couple. We're a couple. We're not married. You know, he's yeah. He starts with B. I start with L. Are you telling me we have to worship? We have to separately? go together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you can stay outside. It's fine. The, the reality is, what would make me comfortable about returning to in-person Sunday worship? Nothing right now. Like, there's nothing right now that would make me comfortable with that. So, so here's 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 one of the things that this this might be controversial, but I'm liking Denmark's approach a little bit, and this may be because also that. I'm going a little stir crazy. So in Denmark, what they've decided, if you haven't seen the news, they're like, the only way we're going to beat this is we have to develop herd immunity. So everybody's got to get it and sort of get better. And we're realizing, death hang on. rate is through hang, the roof. Hang on. Actually, their death rate is no better or worse than a lot of other countries that are doing the, the, the shutdown. Sweden was the one that had the death, death oh, rate. Oh, Sweden the, was the death okay. rate. Okay. So, 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 um, so basically it's so, like. Wait, wait. They, so Sweden's doing that same thing. Sweden, Sweden was like ahead of the curve on this and saying right. like, we want to do herd immunity. And like they, they did protections for folks in senior homes. And yeah. basically that was it. And they're saying that they're close to herd immunity 
but their death rate has been 10 times that of their neighboring countries. Yeah. So, you know, so we make a few sacrifices. No, no, Dr. Oz, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. I'm I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Pick the people who are going to die. I mean, I have a list. (laughs) You know, my great, my great, great, great aunt had a good run. She's good. You know, do you really need to see a hundredth birthday? I mean, and there's uh, there was like a hundred and five year old that like beat it. So like, right, exactly, it isn't just about age here. <laughs> e- e- exactly, e- exactly. Like, I, I mean, it could be any of us. I mean, that's that's what we're learning. It's like, yes, statistically, the sixty and over, blah 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 crowd. But like, what we're also learning is that like, there, but there have also been people as young as five months. And as old as you know, a hundred and right. Whatever. And, so, and and this is and this is the problem with where we are now. We and you know, I, I said earlier, <laughs> we don't know anything. We don't know who's immune, or we don't know if we're gonna get it again after we've got it. We don't know who's got it and so and, and it had no no symptoms. Church, our concerns are we don't know anything, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it's not getting any better. Yes, and it's honestly, sometimes. Sometimes for me, when I know nothing, I go like, well, fuck it. Let's just do it. <laughs> right? I am, I am completely the opposite. <laughs> I am like, everything stops until we know something. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, friends, that was our show. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Okay. Was it? All right. All right. Take away, we know nothing. We know nothing. <laughs> That's the show title. That's the show title. <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> A big thank you to our special guest, Derek, who needs no introduction. We'd like to thank the originator of Pub Theology, Brian Burkoff, and our producer, wait for it, Derek Weston. It's kind of introduction. It is kind of. Um, connect and spread the word on social media. Listen anytime on any of the things. Sign up at patreon.com slash ptlive for more content. If you would like to find or create a Pub Theology in your town over Zoom, Go to um, find information at pubtheology.com slash directory. And until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing.